Welcome to the Out What Now podcast, the show where we dig into the ups and downs of navigating the coming out journey as LGBTQ plus women while having as much fun as possible. I'm your host, Megan Pulvermacher, and while coming out was a big deal for me, it was really just the beginning of my story that's been filled with a lot of highs, lows, and everything in between many of which left me feeling like, okay, I thought I already did the hard part, I'm out, but what now? What do I do with all of these different things that are coming up for me? And now, as a lifestyle and mindset coach, I help LGBTQ plus women, a lot like yourself, navigate this very journey by shifting their mindset, learning how to have more fun, and growing in their authenticity so they can live more happy, confident, and connected lives. None of us should have to walk this journey alone, and now that you're here, you'll never have to again. Whether you're thinking about coming out, have recently come out, or you've been out for years, know that you're welcome here, you're loved, and you're about to have a whole lot of fun creating an authentic life you're not only proud of, but excited about. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get to it. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Out What Now podcast, a very much cooler episode because I'm not by myself. I have a co-host here, Christine. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hey, hey. Um, Christine is one of my very good friends, for sure my best Instagram friend, don't you think? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I think so. But like in real life in a never met in person kind of way. But it's like we have. So, you know. It's a lot like we have, especially in COVID times. Yeah, yeah, duh. (laughs) Kind of my birthday party virtually. (laughs) Uh, It's the same thing. And it's so um, cool that we were like, we need to have a consistent episode on this show where we just hang out, play games, answer questions and keep it real. And that's uh, exactly what we're going to do today and forevermore in theory. Christine, do you want to, the people have heard ample information about me, but (laughs) they don't know anything about you. Can you give us kind of the, the down and dirty cocktail party intro? Who are you? Down and dirty cocktail party intro. (laughs) I fucking love a cocktail party uh, when we can be in person and not in masks. Um, So, So, well, since we're at a cocktail party, my drink of choice in the cocktail realm would be a gin and tonic with Bombay. Yep. Mm. So good. With Bombay. Yeah. Like I'm very particular about my gin, Bombay Sapphire. Okay. I was going to, my question was going to be, is that gin? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And it was the, uh, the, the like drink of our senior year apartment. So we were all G and Tiers. Um, so yeah, so my like job, my life, my identity is as a psychologist. So um, I am a licensed psychologist, uh, but more particularly 
particularly, specifically, whatever. Um, my current role is as a sports psychologist. So I have a specialization in sports psych. And so I work with university student athletes on sport performance, mental health, um, the whole nine yards. But one of my passions is um, working with folks in the LGBTQ plus community coming out process. Um, my last university, I co-led a LGBT process group, support group um, for four years and just really, well, I'm a lesbian. So like, let's just say that. So part of the community, oh my God. <laughs> surprise, I have no idea. you probably <laughs> didn't know that Megs, my bad. Um, but they didn't. They didn't, no. <laughs> yeah, so I'm a big old lesbian. Um, and yeah, it's been a passion of mine. I, I went into the field of psychology with the desire to not be the lesbian psychologist who does queer stuff, but you can't deny who you are. So, Sometimes stereotypes are there for a reason. I know. I know. It's just a thing. So yeah, that's, that's me. Um, I love to work out. I was a soccer player. Love sports. Do puzzles. Love fitness. Oh, I fucking love puzzles I read a lot so guess what our book club box came this month and I started mm. to like do a mini excited hyperventilation because the little and like dance at the same time because the little gift in the box this month was a puzzle a puzzle a puzzle so I think I'm going to time myself and see how fast I can put it together because it's like probably 30 pieces must compete yeah must beat PR must let my Enneagram <laughs> three shine. <laughs> oh, yeah. For people who don't know, can you explain what the Enneagram three is? Yeah. So the Enneagram is like a, it's a ancient personality typing system. So it's not necessarily a test. While there are assessments out there, this is a really robust um, system that has nine main types, but it's not just like you know, your, your number, your type, and then you're done. It's, it's far more robust. And as a psychologist, I really appreciate it. It's, it's far more intricate and um, helpful than any of the personality assessments that I learned in a PhD program. So I'm geeking out about it. I'm new to it as of probably two years ago. So I'm still learning. There's so much to learn, but yeah, for an Enneagram three, we're driven by achievement. It's probably why I have three degrees from college uh, <laughs> so ridiculous yeah but we're we're driven by goals and achievement um not necessarily like my my threeness is not necessarily to like uh have power and achieve to have notoriety but it's just more like for me that internal drive, like I feel a bit empty if there's not something that I'm actively working towards. And that could mm -hmm. be like a stack of three books that I really want to read and absorb and, and apply to my life. Or it could be, you know, going and getting three degrees or, um, you know, I have a, a side hustle where I help people get fit from home, like goals with that. And like, how many people do I want to serve this month? So always having something to, to work towards, but it just helps me manage my energy, right? Like gives me something to, to, to work on, to pour into, to fill me up. Yeah. You're like a nerd who you can always count on to show up and do what you say you're going to do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Would be another way to say that. 
Yes. But <laughs> a shorter way of saying it. <laughs> I, um, and a shorter way of saying, I mean, I tend to be long winded, I guess, but, but I'm a seven, which is the enthusiast, which ultimately means I have a lot of really good ideas and I'm super fun and very high energy, uh, follow through, not always my greatest, uh, <laughs> definitely not my forte, but I'm working. I have to be very conscious and intentional. I can do it. It's just not my, I am very much like a, you know, the squirrel thing yes, <laughs> or the shiny object. And I have a ton of good ideas and I want to do them all. And as we know, because eventually we know that Christine's going to be talking about her zero fuck, fucks given method and how to allocate energy. And with all the ideas I have, I would run out of fucks really fast. Yeah, you would. <laughs> and sometimes that does happen and then nothing gets done. So yay, sevens. Oh. Well, the but thing I'm... about sevens too is like you all are really great at celebrating and like celebrating mm. little things. And for you, we're just, I'm just going to dive into like some psychoanalytics right here. <laughs> so <laughs> I nerd it out. <laughs> but like for you, I think you might be feeling more, more squirrel brained during the pandemic because so much of what you do and where you thrive and what gives you that anchor point to like get shit done is when you can be in community with people and have fun and teach them and hype them up. And because we haven't had that in however many months, you may be feeling more squirrely and less accomplished which mm -hmm. is my word, whatever word you want to use in that, like the follow through may not be there because you don't have that anchor point of community and celebration mm -hmm. and connection. Yeah. This bullshit with the way that time passes, but feels like no time has gone by at all. I have found just insanely challenging because I yes. think I, I probably all of us do this, but I kind of mark the passage of time uh -huh. by what I'm looking forward to or what's happening this weekend. Or I remember, you know, what I had for dinner on Wednesday based on, you know, uh, a social or interaction or an event I went to yep. that day or the day before. It's just kind of how I organize in my brain, like what, what's going on in my life. But maybe yeah. that has now resulted in, Hey, I'm bored as shit and I need to get connected with some people. So let's make another podcast because <laughs> one isn't enough. <laughs> so here we oh, are amazing, amazing. <laughs> but, that's why we um, make a great combo because you come up with the ideas i help with the implementation and then bada bing bada boom yeah the follow-up <laughs> text so are you gonna send that link can we schedule something <laughs> mm -hmm. yep 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 i was just gonna do that as i'm like gonna... i need to get into my calendar and figure out my next three months <laughs> yeah that's why i make no sense as a school psychologist because they <laughs> What, school psychologists as a as a general whole love to make their little spreadsheets highlight the shit out of everything color code it be like uh at this time i'm gonna write my reports and then i'm gonna go complete an observation and then and i'm like i just need this day to be over so people can leave and then i can get things done because i'm gonna be walking around school all day not in a pandemic but walking around school all day just seeing who I can say hey to, who like I can connect. hype squad. Yeah. And a, I think a lot of school psychologists kind of, um, well, they're rigid and weird and <laughs> don't always have great social skills. We're not really known for our, as a profession, 
for our approachability. So a lot of people are like, you're the school psychologist? Yes. Oh yes, God. I am. That's I make really nerdy, rule-bound, rigid things a shitload more fun. Yeah. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. You know, I feel that way too. Like, I stand out like a sore thumb in a, a like traditional university counseling center setting. That's why working in athletics just, oh my gosh, it it's so different. And people are like, you're a therapist? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> believe it. Believe it. <laughs> um, so something you guys are probably gathering is that Christine and I have a lot of stuff in common, obviously a similar kind of field of study expertise, very clearly different styles of getting things done or leaving them incomplete. <laughs> and, um, but a, another thing I think that we have in common is because we're in this field of study and work and all of that, uh, personal development is kind of a shared interest that we have. Yeah. But I think something we've found just in our discussions around, you know, what book you're reading, podcast you're listening to, sharing ideas, doing our own podcast interviews or whatever, especially for women, the personal development space can be very estrogen laden. <laughs> but, I just had an image of like tampons falling yeah. from the sky with like bows around them. Right? It's that's how it feels to me sometimes when I I love Super going strange. to events and I love I've always connected since I've been since I've been very small. All, most of my friends have been straight women. And most of mine have been straight guys. <laughs> right? And that, that's what a lot of people think. They're like, oh, you like you love football. You are like a tomboy or whatever. And uh, so you probably just like hung out with the dudes, right? No, no, I didn't. I like straight women all the way. But I, <laughs> as I have gotten into personal development spaces, it just, I walk in and I'm like, oh my God, people are talking about like, I'm vibrating at a nine and this is just so magical. And there's crying and they have a full face of makeup and their hair done. And I'm like, just rolled out of a workout. Yeah. Sorry about it. Mm. <laughs> and it's like, I don't mind talking about feelings, but it's just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's too much for me sometimes. Yeah. And one of the things I think that makes uh, our friendship make so much sense is because we've kind of identified it as a bit of a bro vibe, not like a douchey bro. No. But like You're a homie bro. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere between, mm, what would it be between? Like a boss babe and <laughs> a, what's the other extreme of that? Like a macho man? <laughs> that's quite a continuum but oh gosh well for me I think about it's when I think of somebody who I have bro vibes with it's I am safe to be 100% myself we can have fun but be real and push each other but it's mm -hmm. also that person that it's like we can go roll around in the dirt but then also get really serious and roll that's yeah. not a bit sexual but like play sports and <laughs> Like be be that like tougher in your face side that I think um, women get I don't know like uh, put down for 
right? Like that yeah. strength that we bring is is honored and respected in in the, the bro vibe sitch. Yeah. And I think w one thing that is always has always been my goal as I've gotten into podcasting and doing coaching and, and that kind of thing is I feel like because people see personal development, especially for women, as this kind of like out there touchy feely thing, it doesn't feel accessible or like that's something that's for us. Right. If you're like, well, I'm normal. I'm not like going to sit in a room and talk about the level that I'm vibrating at or <laughs> what, I don't know that, that phrase just like gets me. I don't, yeah. I understand what they're saying, but it's, it's weird. And I think making the opportunity to make your life better and to think in different ways and to problem solve and be always trying to improve is something that should be accessible for everyone and keeping it real like you're about to get out of this bro vibes series right here is how we can bring more people into that because yeah. you don't have to be like an out there woo woo yoohoo person to <laughs> to get your shit done yeah if you are yeah. woo woo that's fine but yeah. uh we're gonna keep it on the real real up yeah. in here there's also not a lot of queer folks with with big platforms and and big voices in these spaces too right like you read these mm -hmm. books and if it's written by a woman she's like your husband your boyfriend like let's be inclusive that's that's mm -hmm. really fucking annoying because then you know if 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 you're not connecting with the people who are are putting this stuff out there it again creates more and more division more separation and and this like limiting belief that we can't succeed because we don't see ourselves in the people who are leading the way. Oh, that's so, so insanely true. It's, I mean, almost all spaces we go into are hetero so, AF yeah. and personal development is certainly no different. Yeah. <laughs> it can be really intimidating. So we're going to take the intimidating shit out of it. Fuck yeah. And what you can kind of expect, I guess, from... This show is a lot of what you've heard so far is going to be hanging out, bantering it up. We're going to answer your questions and play some games, do do all the cool stuff. It's going to be a good time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I think we should play a game to get to know. Well, I guess we can both play. Yeah. I know what the questions are, but... <laughs> <laughs> this is a game that I've created for Christine. And in another in other episodes, I'll let Christine surprise me, I guess. But Ooh. yeah, you can come up with a way to put me on the spot <laughs> if you want. So we're gonna play a game. It's kind of like I spy, but it's called What You Looking At? And, looking I, at? <laughs> and I have made it up off the top of my head. And <laughs> so where are you? in your besides in your home where are you right now i am in my office on the second floor of the home oh, second floor all right be careful By a do, you have, do you know what the plan is if there's like a fire or something leave that, <laughs> <laughs> think about it think about it something to get out <laughs> that's what i'm here for to I'm keep you run safe. through the <laughs> flames duh <laughs> just in case <laughs> <laughs> all right 
So you're in your office, which means you have plenty of things to look at because I know you've got a whiteboard just full of shit in there. Mm-hmm. I can't see it currently, but I know it's full. It's over there. I Probably. cleaned it up last night, though. Did you? But it's play? still like it's there's things. Yeah. Embrace that threeness. Yeah, Embrace that threeness. <laughs> so um, tell me what is something in your immediate space that brings up a happy memory for you? Ooh, happy memory. Okay, can I give you two? Please. So right up like right on the other side of the laptop is a cork board. And there's a card up there that um, a friend sent to me. Actually, it was like shortly after we did the Facebook Live thing that you did oh, at yeah. the start of the quarantine. And this is a person who we were like faculty member leaders at this leadership week for um, for college students and we were roommates. And so she's my roomie. And she just sent me this really nice note um, that says like, hey, you're crushing it. It looks like great things are coming your way right now. Like you're doing good stuff. So that just is one super encouraging. I love words of affirmation, um, but also just takes me back to that connection and how we met. And then the other one, I'll show you. The listeners won't be able to see this. But, oh, actually, you can't because this is the picture that I put on my Instagram the other day. This is a picture oh, yeah. of my dad. What's um, up, dad? Pops. So um, for the listeners, my father died in October of 2014 from uh, liver cancer. And he's like my hero. But this is a picture of he and I at this big party Um my graduation from college. And I don't think we intended to match, but I'm in a pink dress and he's in like a pinkish red top. So it's just cute. He's my yeah. favorite. And I'm looking him. fresh. And he's so is he. Guy. He's, I bet he had to be a good guy to be, especially if he married Barb, because I mean, she's legit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there. Love you, Barb. <laughs> nah. If you're out there, I know you are. I know you're listening. <laughs> I don't know if she knows how to work podcasts yet. We'll work on oh, we'll, that. We'll teach her. Yeah, we'll yeah. Uh, Barb is Christine's mom. <laughs> if you didn't <laughs> deduce that. <laughs> Excellent. Um, let's see. What is something in your immediate space that inspires you? Something in my immediate space that inspires me. I feel like I want to go to like this really cliche space. <laughs> like i have a bunch of quotes across from me and the, i mean like words I, words are powerful for me so i have always been somebody who holds on to quotes so i have a bunch of those on that cork board in front of me um oh here's a good answer i have a cross stitch that i did hmm. and it says i don't fucking care if you like it and That's that right. <laughs> really inspires me to um, stay true to who I am because I know that I'm not going to be for everyone and that's okay. Uh, but what I do have that connects with people, it's the people who, who need that message, um, who want to be in this vibration, whatever mm. fucking vibration this is, the, the bro, <laughs> the bro vibration. <laughs> I'm vibrating at like a bro nine. Yeah. Yes, let's make our own scale. Um, yeah, so that really inspires me. And it's a reminder to like stay true to myself because fuck the haters. 
fuck the haters. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, what is something in your immediate space that is or does annoy you? Annoying or does annoy you? My work phone. <laughs> that makes it sound like I don't like my job. That's not true. I think, but that is a representation of, I'm kind of annoyed that the pandemic has brought work home because I'm a fierce advocate of boundaries and mm. my entire, especially doing clinical work, right? Like it's heavy stuff that we can hear. Um, and having my space at home be my own. And that, um, I think why I was pausing so much on the inspiration one too, is like, I intentionally create my, my home office space to be that inspiration can be a place where I can go and um, like write and explore and just let that side of me out. And I feel like with having worked at home now since March and into the foreseeable future, who knows? Um, I'm really annoyed that that has like come in and taken over this space. Like I want to go back to work. I need that separation in my home, sure. in my home again. Please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Something let's go something you wish you were looking at. What if you could add something to your space? What would yeah. it be? Well, my immediate thought would be, I would like to change what's outside. I would love to be in the mountains and be yeah. able to look outside and have just really lush nature, maybe like a lake or something um, and not my neighbor's cars and concrete. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's good. Yeah. I have like a wall of trees that... Oh, yeah sits i mean across from my immediate gaze yeah and i know that there's a road that an ambulance drives down and um destroys the background audio of my podcast quite often oh no uh on the you live near a hospital kind of i i live around a lot of old people i feel like right so that was the other a lot of hips breaking and falls and shit like that so that's just a little bit about me <laughs> Um, let's go into a listener question. Okay. And since we're recording this before this podcast launches, <laughs> we don't have a listener question because we don't have any listeners yet. But <laughs> the listener with, of our dreams. The listener of our dreams, yes. One of the common themes that I see come up in kind of the the community or people who are in that space of the coming out journey, either before coming out, kind of starting to think about, oh, maybe like this is a thing for me or who have already come out, maybe recently, whatever. One of the questions I see a lot is basically like, how do I know who I am? Am I bi? Am I lesbian? Am I just confused? What like, what am I? How am I supposed to be? What does being gay even mean once I've decided, like, okay, this is whatever? Um, I I think there are a lot of people, just like we've gotten to know you today, um, who are trying to get to know themselves. Um, do you have any, what do you think about that? I mean, I have some ideas, but what's your immediate thought around people who are kind of in that space of trying to figure out what the fuck is going on and who they are. Yeah. 
You know, I think one, there's an interesting phenomenon, right, of those of us who don't feel like we fit in the, the quote unquote traditional boxes, right? If you're filling out that survey, male, female, straight, not, you know, like. Mm -hmm. The world is very binary. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Binary. And so then it's like, okay, I realize I don't fit in these boxes. So it's like, if you fit in these boxes, open door A. If not, go to door B. And like, so you open door B and then it's like, here's another set of boxes. And this, this feeling like we have to identify with one of them when what would be beautiful is if we had a representation for a continuum and you just kind of slide the little slider button, right? Like we have on Instagram, right? We have that little Doobopper now that you can put on your story. Like, Doobopper, yeah. So really, yeah, it's like it's about a continuum and and finding for you in any given time where you fall on that continuum and knowing that it ebbs and flows as you come to know yourself more, right? I I think um, oftentimes folks in the community may have had an opposite sex relationship in the past. And it's like, oh shit, does that define me? Uh, no, I mean, reflect back on it. What did you learn about yourself? What did you learn about relationships? Uh, your likes, your dislikes, body parts that were cool or not cool, you know, like whatever it is, like explore that without judgment and then use that to inform the next interaction or the next relationship that you're in or the next two months of of understanding yourself and see where you sort of fall on that continuum um because it's so like there are so many layers to this right and this is something we can go into like in more in depth later but mm -hmm. there's this process that i would often and do often take folks through in the coming out process in clinical work of let's look at all of these different levels from your relation, like just your friendship attraction to romantic connections to physical connection, um, all of these different areas. And it doesn't, they all don't have to line up like in the exact same thing. And so you can look at where you've been in the past, what your ideal is and where you are now to get a more robust picture of who and what you are and then where you want to go. Right. So if, I think our um, our outside presentation is often like that first piece that we go to, right? I mean, for a lot of areas is people make assumptions about us based off of how we look, right? Like yeah. I roll up in a soccer uniform and you can make a pretty strong assumption that I'm a soccer player, right? But then what does that mean for navigating the world as we're coming to a, a, an identity of our sexual orientation? Well, they're at least when I came out, <laughs> there was this like more clear way that gay people dressed and presented. And so I wrestled with that. I'm far more femme presenting, but I have that bro vibe side, right? Like mm -hmm. that tomboy or the sporty kind of thing. And so how do I, how do I blend those and, and move through the different spaces that I occupy? And I would just encourage all of us to like be careful of, of labeling one another and labeling within the community. Mm -hmm. And that idea of like shooting within the circle, right? There's a lot of like biphobia within the community in and of itself. 
we got to squash that, right? Like let's, Mm -hmm. let's lean into each other with curiosity. There's so much that we can learn from one another. Um, (laughs) Freaking like do some self-examination. If, if Mm -hmm. somebody has an identity and you, you have a reaction to that negative fear, whatever, like spend some time unpacking that and do your best not to, to put that on other people, right? Like, we need to be supporting one another. I mean, now, I mean, always, but now more than ever, right? There's so much happening in our world and who the fuck knows what's going to happen with the election. And people are coming at us by things that were about things that we have no control over. Um, so that got long-winded, but let's not shoot inside the circle. There's, you're so complex. Give yourself time to, to examine all these levels and know that it's okay to ebb and flow. It, it's, it's part of the process. Yeah, I think there are a couple of things that we all want. And one of them is certainty. Hmm. We we love to like know things. We as we're learning when we're young, for instance, we learn what things are, what their label is, how to categorize them, what things mean, if this then that whatever. And we all, no matter, I think, how you were raised or who you are, we all want to do the right thing. We all want to know at least what the right thing is to do. And then if you're, you know, wanting to be a dick and be oppositional, you can do what the not right thing is. But we, most of us want to know, what are we supposed to be doing? What is this supposed to look like? Am I on the right track? What, how can I meet the expectation. And because we live in such a heteronormative world and society, it feels really fucking weird (laughs) to explore anything that isn't within what we have been taught is the expectation. And so I think it can get really confusing when you're, you come to the realization, okay, maybe I don't fit in this hetero box, how do I now fit into the gay box or the LGBT box or the non-binary box or whatever? And the whole point of the LGBTQ community existing is that we don't fit in a fucking box. Blow up the box. <laughs> it's, it's the whole thing. And where this gets really uncomfortable, and I think this is true in any area of life, it doesn't matter if you're uh, gay, straight, whatever, any type of label, people want to be told or it feels more comfortable to be told what you're supposed to do than to do the work to figure out what feels good for you because the expectation has always been to do what other people say or do what other people expect. And I think when it comes to labeling, ourselves, it feels better to be able to say with 100% certainty as you're coming out to maybe, you know, you have a husband and you need, and you need to come out or, you know, something isn't maybe quite right. It feels better for you to be able to say with absolute certainty that I am a lesbian or I am bisexual or I have a need or whatever that I need to explore, fulfill, yada, yada. It feels better to be able to say, 
because I am this, then this happens next. That's way better than like, hey, I kind of have something going on that I'm not really sure what it is. That feels gross for you. And it probably feels gross to whoever you're coming out or coming out to because as humans, we like to know what that means. Mm-hmm. And it takes for fucking ever and a lot of work to figure out what that means for you because spoiler alert, there are no right answers. Right, right. And growing up in a really heteronormative society, there aren't those models. Mm-hmm. Right. Now there are some people who maybe their parents are same sex, right? Or they have mm-hmm. they have the luxury of being raised in a really open and inclusive environment and have had that exposure, but that's not most of us. Right. And even the things on TV are so it's like queer through the straight lens, right. It, it's, and it's on TV and it's fabricated for the most part. <laughs> so it's Seriously. really hard to know, like when people haven't walked before you and you don't have that touch point, um, another framework to, to try to, anchor your life in. Yeah. Yeah. So I think as far as, you know, if somebody is thinking, you know, how do I, how do I figure out who I am, what I am, how I'm supposed to be? The answer isn't, there isn't going to be an answer that I could give you that Christine could give you, that your doctor can give you, that your gay guru, whoever that is, can give you. Nobody can decide or come to an understanding of what that is, what it's supposed to look like, what it's supposed to feel like, except for you. So it's paying attention, I think, to how do you feel? How do different experiences you have make you feel? How do different people you're around make you feel? Different activities, things you listen to, all of that. Um, I know journaling is a huge way that you process, right, Christine? Mm -hmm. I mean, that would probably be helpful. Yeah, so powerful. Yeah, I would say put pen to paper, right? There's cool neurological things that happen when we literally put a pen to paper. Don't do it with your thumbs. Do it on the computer. Like, write it out. But the other thing that I will often suggest is this process that I call living as if. And so if you're in this space of you know, am I, am I non-binary? Am I a lesbian? Am I bisexual? Am I like 75% lesbian and 25% bi? Like whatever. There's all this pressure, right? To, to come out to the world, but first we have to come out to ourselves. And so I suggest this process to folks of living as if, and so just pick, like, I'm going to live like I'm a lesbian to, you know, for the next four or five days. And so you've, you've essentially made this internal decision to be that you are this person. And so then just check in with yourself and see how you navigate the world. How does it feel? Um, doesn't necessarily mean that you have to come out to anybody, but just start living as if you don't have to like go on dating apps or uh, maybe that's part of it, right? Like maybe that's part of your process as you, as you connect with others, um, in a safe way. Right. And then, do that journal through the process check in with yourself like i know we just kind of joked on the like vibes and the woo woo stuff but literally like do a body scan because our bodies mm-hmm. tell us so much like where are you feeling the tension where do you feel 
energy and, um, you know, folks will often talk about weight coming off their shoulders. Where are you noticing those types of things in your body? Our bodies are such a beautiful um, indicator to us and teacher to us that I think we've disconnected from and we don't pay as much attention to. So cue into those pieces. And then however many days you want to give yourself, three to five, whatever, then switch afterwards and say, today I'm going to live as, as bi. Um, or, or for folks who are like, uh, like uh, non-binary or folks who are trying to I- identify like, am I trans? What's going on? And if, if for you, part of it is that, that external representation, what clothes you're wearing, try it out. And, and even if it's trying it out at your home, maybe you're not necessarily going out in public or maybe you're going to a safe space with your friends, like try out these different presentations um, mm-hmm. and not presentations, like expression of who you are. Cause it is you, right. It's, it's, it's what you're feeling pulled towards and do the same thing, like journal through that process and then compare notes with yourself. What felt like me, what didn't and start to, to blend those pieces that you felt really connected to that felt like you, that you felt that freedom, that weight lifted off your shoulders. That's the key. If there's anything that like makes your gut just tense up, you're feeling like you're going to poop your pants or puke, or you're like, eh. No, that's that part of you, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Like, or even if it's like this lesbian or whomever it is on Instagram that you're like, I want to be that person, but you put on mm-hmm. that outfit and you want to shit yourself, don't do it. That's not yeah. you. You can appreciate <laughs> that person, but that's not you. Yeah. And that's the, the thing is to, as you are thinking, okay, I'm going to act as if I'm this kind of lesbian it's still your whatever your perception of what that is is because it looks different you can go on lesbian tiktok all damn day and you can see about 500 million different ways to be a lesbian for some people that means the little slit in the eyebrow or whatever the hell that is i think we're too old for that (laughs) and honestly i don't think it would matter what age i am I have enough insecurity about my eyebrows from middle school that I would never be putting a slit oh in them. Oh my gosh, I didn't but... know that was a thing. <laughs> God, I'm old. Yeah, I guess it's yeah how the younglets identify themselves out in the wild. <laughs> so I there's think a back thing. in the day it was like a nose piercing, which spoiler alert, yeah. my nose is pierced, and yeah. I had short hair. Somebody once told me they were like. Well, I knew you were a lesbian when you cut your hair short and you said you wanted it shorter and then you got your nose pierced. And I was like, because that's yeah. like the transition into being. You were sending smoke signals. Like, I just want to yeah. fucking cut my hair off. <laughs> Come on, bro. Yeah. The good news is that there, there is no right way to be. Yeah. There is no wrong way to be. Just don't be a murderer. Um, did, I was going to actually, that was, yeah. Don't, don't steal. Don't murder. Don't. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Um, be be moral, but uh, as far as like hurting other people, but however feels good for you, and it can take a while to figure out what that is. Um, that's going to be okay. And you don't. I know this is easy to say, sitting behind this microphone, whatever. But you don't owe anyone an explanation oh, no. about who you are, how you identify, who you love, what your gender is, what your, why you react the way you do to different situations, whatever. You don't owe anyone 
an explanation and you that you don't have to label anything for yourself even though it feels probably good and a little more secure you don't owe that to anyone else for their comfort you just have to be you whatever that means today and it's okay if it changes yes yes it is okay if it changes and you know what like the motherfuckers out there when you come out and they're like you lied to me no bitch identity <laughs> development right like i wasn't aware of this i wasn't fucking lying to you and if there was a period of time that i self-identified and didn't let the world know you want to know what motherfucker it's because of this reaction sorry i'm getting heated this yeah. pisses me off when people say that somebody's lied about their identity no we are constantly growing and evolving and so where like meg said like where you are today does not have to be where you are tomorrow you don't owe anybody anything and if those people are going to bitch and moan at you they're not your people they are not your people mm. and you don't owe them anything and i know that can be hard if it's a family member that reaction is from their own shit and they need to work through that that's what's up and that is how you bro vibe on figuring out <laughs> who you are what you are how to be uh the answer is it depends <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Um, we will be um, going into some more details on some different things that you can do and how you can kind of grow in this area and work through this process because it's not a one and done. Honestly, it's a lifelong thing. But if you hop into the Out What Now Facebook group, Christine and I will be hanging in there, going live, giving you some more information, che checking in with you, answering your questions. The link to get in that group, if you're not already in it, is in the, I'm pointing down, but it's in the show notes below the label of this episode that where you can't see me pointing down. And we would love to hang out with you in there. That's also a great spot to leave any questions that you have that we'll answer on future episodes. And we'll be in there, uh, you know, having a good time kicking it in the Facebook group with all the peeps, broing it up in a not douchey, but very cool and approachable way. <laughs> no, and it'll be a good time. <clears throat> um, okay. I just choked in my... <coughs> choked on your tongue there, eh? My spit. Yes. <laughs> um... <laughs> Please leave that in. <laughs> yeah. Great, great, great. Um, Christine, in yeah. your immediate view, do you have a, a quote an intention and something to leave us with to wrap this baby up and put a bow on it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, got? you may have heard me say this one before, but it, I it is so. one that did you say, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's something that I really <clears throat> try to live by. Um, and it goes with the theme of, of what we've been talking about. And that's really like, you are your best compass so discover your true north and take action in its direction. Mm. Yes. It's that good life living. Say it again because I forgot it. Yep. I was going to try to repeat it, but I forgot it. You are your best compass. Mm -hmm. Discover your true north and take action in its direction. Hell yeah. Love it. So take some action. Get yourself into the Outwood Now Facebook group. Connect with all the peeps in there. Connect with us. It's going to be a good time. And I think this is going to be a super fun series. We can't wait to hang out with you guys next time. 
but for now we're gonna go uh bro out i was just gonna say bro out <laughs> <laughs> here we go we'll catch you guys next time bye, bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Out What Now podcast today. I hope you had a good time, got some insights, and have some ideas for how you can start creating a more happy, confident, and connected life as your truly authentic self. If that is the case, I would be so appreciative if you would take the time to leave a five-star rating and review. And of course, if you know anyone who could use this message, please, please, please share this episode with them. Share the Out What Now podcast community with them. Join us in our private Facebook group to connect with me, guests, and other podcast listeners. I so want to connect with you, answer your questions, and help you continue to navigate this journey beyond this episode alone. Thank you so much for your time, and I will catch you in the next episode.